Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. What changed my life? When I incorporated more fun into my life, my mental health improved. My physical health improved just because of the joy that I felt. So that radiates in the cells in our bodies. So having fun gives you a nice perspective on life where it makes you realize like you only live once. You can only have this fun moment now. Does that make sense? So if you're with a kid and they want to play, just play with them because what happens if you don't get that moment tomorrow? This is episode 100. I am so happy that you're here and thank you for joining my show, your coach, Helen Yuskovic. I am on a worldwide mission to help people get confident in putting themselves first because I used to put myself second my whole life. And because of that, I experienced every unhealthy relationship possible, an unhealthy relationship with myself, my health, my wealth, my intimate relationships, my family, my friends, and my career. I'm now living in an abundance that I used to just dream about. So I want to pave the way for you too. It's time, guys. It's time that you live in the life of your dreams as well. So let's take a step towards that right now. Here's subscribe to my podcast on your app now so that you always tune in to my new episodes. 100 episode 100 I can't believe we're here it's a massive day today I thought I'll do something super special because 100 episodes is a massive achievement and I'm so excited and I thought today I'll do something super 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 special which is give you 100 ways that I went from being angry sad broke, in pain, injured, unhealthy, to happy, healthy, and massively abundant. And I'm just so excited. So if you're driving, then kick back, enjoy the show. If you're at home, feel free to maybe pull out a pen and paper or have your notes handy on your phone, just in case you hear things that might resonate with you. 
because this guys was truly life-changing for me all of these things so most of you know that I am a coach and I love to coach in a holistic way looking at different areas of life like mental health wealth friendships family personal growth physical health fun giving back career and purpose and I believe that having some sort of a balance with all of those is what will lead to your ultimate success. So here we go, because there's a hundred, we've got to just get right into it. <laughs> so the first thing I'm going to start with is one of my biggest game changers, mental health. Mental health can really control every aspect of your being. So it's really important to master it. And here are 10 things that I mastered when it came to mental health or 10 things that I used, 10 things that I implemented. The very first thing was I was sitting here thinking about it and this really had a huge impact on my life. And that was the Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within event. And I was lucky enough to be able to do this face to face before we had the pandemics and lockdowns and the experience was so amazing and I remember doing that exercise where you got to walk on fire to just show yourself that you can do anything and having an interview the next day on an Australian radio show about that experience and I sold my DJ equipment to go to this event because I couldn't afford it otherwise. And it was just like I was giving up one career to move into the next thing. And that is exactly what happened. This event just really blew my mind and it changed my life for the better. It was the first time I began the alkalizing cleanse, which I now do with my clients every year. And I stuck to it and I felt amazing. And it's just then that I started to learn, wow, like I am the master of my destiny. No one else. Number two, yoga. I began my yoga journey about 11 years ago with a dedicated practice. And this was one of the ways that I learned to master my emotions and to also get out of pain because when you're in pain, it can really damage your mental health and you can become sad and angry every single day. And yoga is the alignment of the mind, the body and the breath. And just doing one yoga session, I can guarantee you, works wonders for your mental health. And now that I've been doing it for 11 years, it is the best investment that I have made when it comes to my mental health. Number three is meditation. Meditation should be compulsory as <laughs> should yoga <laughs> just because of the benefits. Meditation when it comes to mental health has been proven by science now to have all of these beautiful amazing benefits and when it comes to mental health, this is one of the ways that I was able to regulate my emotions. This was one of the ways that I could save myself when I was having a very, very low day or a down phase or a low period in my life. 
and meditation is something that I still do today. Number four is exercise and movement. The benefits are just astounding. You have to exercise. You have to find a way to exercise every day. You have to. (laughs) These benefits can't be bottled at all. They can't be put into a pill and the happy hormones that get released after you exercise and move are just so delicious. Number five, great friendships helped my mental health. I used to have toxic friendships and you've heard of the saying, you are the sum of the five people that you hang around with the most. And I outgrew friendships many times in my life. And the good thing was, was as I got older, I learned about boundaries and asserting them. And I was able to let go of friendships that were unhealthy and that made way for beautiful soul friendships. So shout out to you, Queenie, and shout out to you, Pinna. I love you guys. Number six, when it comes to mental health, something that changed my life is eating proper food. Yep. Our gut microbiome, guys, can really wreak havoc when it comes to our mental health. If we are consuming non-food-like things, like junk food or just things that don't have any nutrition, then we're mucking around with our gut and then we're mucking around with our brain. Our gut is our second brain. So eating proper food sources really helped my mental health. Self-care is number seven. And the minute I started to take care of myself with a non-negotiable attitude, everything started to change. Number eight, coaching. So I worked with many coaches over the years and I still do. Currently I'm working with a more so like a healing practitioner just to keep uncovering layers and healing and dealing because that journey just doesn't ever stop. But I have had a life coach for many years. I have had a empowerment coach. I have had coaches to help me break through any barriers just for everything and this could also be a therapist if it doesn't matter whatever works well for you but for me it's coaches I, I love having someone holding me accountable all the time number nine is a tech detox so being in nature is what that point is and what I mean by that is to have a technology detox so having time away from the digital stuff is so amazing for my mental health. It's just like the cortisol drops because I remember the first time I did this and it's like I felt anxiety. I didn't know what to do with my life if I didn't have a phone in my hand or notifications dinging and pinging and ringing. And once I got back to this, it's like I found my happiness again. And I realized like it's okay to have your phone off. Because every night I turn my phone off. And the first time I did this, I used to think, but what if someone needs me? What if there's an emergency? And it's been ages now, years, and it's been okay to turn the phone off. (laughs) Sometimes we put this unnecessary stress on our brain. And number 10, something that really helped my mental health was boundaries. So learning how to assert boundaries, learning how to enforce boundaries, and learning how to have boundaries in my life without feeling guilt. That was huge. And that I worked on with a coach as well. 
So I will put a link in the show notes to some of my meditations that you guys can have absolutely free because it's a party here today. Let's move on to number two, wealth. This is a big area because I always used to be broke. I can't tell you enough how much I always used to be broke to the point where sometimes I would go out with my girlfriends to a club and I would literally just have coins. I would have (laughs) coins. (laughs) So number one is saving first. So the number one thing that I used to do was pay bills first and pay credit cards and then I would be left with maybe nothing or a little bit. And my accountant said to me, no, you have to save first. And this was when I was 22. I had my very first business. So it was the first time working with an accountant as well. And he said, Helen, you control your money. It doesn't control you. And basically what he was saying is if you allow this and you keep allowing this, then you're going to get nowhere. He was telling me, he's like, you have to save first. You have to pay yourself first. He said, otherwise, what's the point of working? And it was just this whole new way of thinking, which brings me back, which brings me to point number two, rewriting my money story was an amazing exercise. I literally pulled out a piece of paper and rewrote my money story to the story that I actually wanted to live. And that moves on to point number three, which is removing any limiting beliefs and inserting daily affirmations instead. So limiting beliefs were huge for me because I got brought up being told that money is very hard to come by, that money doesn't grow on trees, that you have to work really hard for your money. And it was a big lack mindset. And this took me a long time to get my head around. Number four, the other thing that really helped was thinking rich. So instead of thinking with a lack mindset, I would think rich. And so just doing little things like having a $100 note in my wallet and making that one the visible note, not the $5 note. When I'm putting in fuel, putting in the premium fuel, at the end of the day, it's only a few dollars more. And just these little action steps and these little tasks really got my brain to start rewiring like, oh, actually, I can't afford this. Yeah, I can't afford that. I have enough money. Money always comes to me. It is okay. I can afford anything because I have savings and because I can budget for it. So thinking rich was huge to me because I always used to think poor. And so I stopped saying things like, this goes back to affirmations and limiting beliefs. I stopped saying things like, I can't afford that. I can't afford that. When it came to my health and when it came to investing in myself, I stopped saying anything that was limiting. And this is something that I love working on with clients. Number five, I began to pay bills with love. So I would If I had a big tax bill, I would kiss the bill and say, thank you for allowing me to be able to pay this. If I had any bills, I would send it with love. I remember when I left my place of work, it was a gym and it was lockdown, right? So I lost all my money and 
they had the nerve to say, you still have to pay an extra four weeks of rent. And it was just like, they don't care about me at all. So I'm just going to send this off with love. So when I had to pay that money, I transferred it. And in the description, I said, sending this with love. And I literally did. I sent it with love. Doing things like that really counteract that lack of abundance mindset, that lack mindset, which is really, really detrimental. Spending within my means is huge. So lots of times people ask for money, right? Friends, family, whoever it is. And I can tell you most often, yeah, more often than not, I said no because it wasn't in my budget. And I was saving. I was saving for my house deposit and I came first. So I only allowed myself a certain amount of money to spend each week. And if I could do without some of it, then I would offer that and say, look, this is how much money I have left for the week. Say it was $70. This is how much money I have left for my week, for my budget. Um, I can give you $30. And sometimes that wasn't accepted because it wasn't enough and sometimes people questioned me like well what about your savings and this is where learning boundaries was amazing because it was like that's my savings it's not my fault that you're not saving either but i'm living within a budget so that i can become wealthy and i can live an abundant life with comfort and i'm putting in the hard yards so that I can do this. So don't come here and ask me for money from my savings that I work so hard for. So um, that's what boundaries allowed me to do. Boundaries gave me freedom. So paying bills with love, spending within my means was number six, which meant a lot of the times I went without. So when I was uh, a late teen, early 20s, I was like a, I was into brands and Prada and Gucci and Louis Vuitton and all of that stuff. I was, I loved having brand stuff. And it was just one of those things where I felt like if I had branded stuff, I had some sort of status. And <laughs> the more I got into yoga and meditation and loving myself for who I am, I realized that this is a waste of money and I don't agree with the company's ethos. So I prefer spending my money with companies that do good things for the environment, companies that do good things for the world, companies that have really great um, initiatives and that sort of a thing. So spending my within my means was huge. And when I gave up buying super expensive sunglasses, super expensive handbags or super expensive shoes, I realized how much extra money I had and how much happier I was because I wasn't living in that life where I was putting myself in a position to be compared to uh, with other people. Uh, number seven, closing credit cards. So I had about three at a time once and I had a huge loan from a bad business venture so you know it was around $60,000 of debt 60 I don't know somewhere around there and closing 
my credit cards and paying off that loan was so big for me, huge. And when I work with clients as well to get them wealthy and abundant, the first thing we do is pay off any credit cards, any outstanding debt, and they freak out (laughs) while saving, by the way, while saving, because saving has to come first. Um, So if you're listening and you have all this debt, pay off the smallest credit card first and um, then pay off the next smallest credit card debt and then leave the big one for last, okay? So small wins uh, when it comes to debt clearing are amazing for your mental health, (laughs) trust me, but you can do it. I also, you know, went to the bank and refinanced a loan and then I was paying less interest. So I did lots of things to get out of debt. Uh, Number eight, call people um, and get better deals. So for example, my phone provider, uh, I call them because I've been with them for a very, very long time uh, for a better deal and they gave me one. Uh, Number nine, cancelling subscriptions that you don't really use anymore. Uh, Don't cancel your gym subscription ever, but cancel other things that you don't really need. Um, Number 10, this is so important. You have to stick to your budget. And if you don't have one and your money's all over the shop, then create one. And if people come and ask you for money and it's out of your budget, you cannot give it. And if that person disrespects you enough to say, well, I don't actually care about your savings and I don't care about your budget, I need this money, then that person is selfish and looking out for themselves and not your best interest. Okay, so just always know that. And what I have for this is I have a whole crew manifesto. So my my business is called Whole Health and the whole crew manifesto is a poster that I put up on my wall um, and I've given it to lots of my clients and it has a bunch of values that are on there that really help to put your mindset in the right frame uh, so that that way every day you read this whole crew manifesto and you just feel amazing and it really helps uh, when when it comes to your wealth to be in this beautiful abundant mindset not a lack mindset. Number three is friendships. Okay. So the things that changed my life when it came to friendships is what I just spoke about. Number one, verbalize your boundaries and don't feel shame. Verbalize your boundaries. Number two, another important one, enforce the boundaries because (laughs) Sometimes if you've tolerated the way that someone treats you and you've verbalized your boundary, they will most probably challenge that boundary because they don't like it and it feels sticky and it's like, hey, how come I don't have as much control over you? So enforcing your boundaries is very important. There must be a consequence or you must do some sort of an action if someone crosses your boundaries. Number three. Uh, when it comes to friendships, learning that people come into your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. Ah, this made life so much easier because it allows me to let go of people that weren't serving me anymore in the highest way. So don't take it to heart. Don't hold on too tightly. 
um, just always ask yourself, why did this person come into my life? Are they here for a reason? Are they here for a season or a lifetime? So for example, a friendship that I had a couple of years ago was a season. This girl befriended me um, and we came really close and the season was that she started like dating this guy and I was always supporting her with it and uh, I was the only person pretty much that she could confide in about this relationship because it was so secret and once that relationship came to an end so did our friendship she just stopped contact with me and stopped returning my texts and calls and I was like what's going on here and then I took a step back and I reflected and I was like oh my gosh I was just uh, I mean you could say used you could say taken advantage of but I just call it a season I was in this season of my life and her life and that season is over see you later <laughs> so sometimes people come into your life for a reason and they come in they teach you something or you teach them something and then they go and I love those beautiful friendships especially if you somehow reconnect like 10 years later in life I love those and then there's the lifetime friendships and these ones are just beautiful. You don't have to think. It's super simple. Uh, there's never any arguments. Life is just amazing when you have a lifetime friend. Number four is friendship should be easy. If your friendship has lots of road bumps, lots of arguments, lots of clashes, then it's most probably not a beautiful soulful respectful friendship number five trust your gut instincts trust your gut feeling so if you are hanging out with someone and I don't know something in your gut is like just doesn't feel right trust it if you leave that person and you feel drained and unhappy and not full then that's your gut telling you hey this Friendship might be the best for you. Number six is that second chances are okay. So we are all human. We all stuff up. And if a friend stuffs up with you, um, it is okay to give them a second chance. Uh, but if you give them a third chance, then that's on you. Okay? Because that means you are most probably allowing them to cross your boundaries. Number seven they are always there when you need them or when you are in need of whatever it is. Okay, so if you're having a hard time in life um, and you call your friendship and you're like, hey, I need you, and they're like, come here, what do you need? Let me help, I'll fly to you, whatever it is. That's a great friendship. If your friend isn't there for you uh, when it's a very hard time and you need them, then just take note of that. Number eight, water it. You have to water your friendships. You have to nourish the friendships. It's a two-way street and you must take time to help that re relationship flourish and grow. So you must water the friendship, spend time together, hang out, talk on the phone sometimes, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be daily. Um, although I've had friendships that 
you know, there's been more than one call a day. And, you know, sometimes that drove me bonkers because I'm one of those people that love my own space. And then I used to attract French friends that were very needy and clingy. And <laughs> that took a lot of work uh, for me to get through. But that's just who I was at that time. And whoever you are at that time is the people that you'll attract. Number nine, uh, you shouldn't fight with your friends and you shouldn't argue with them all the time. If you are constantly like blocking each other or arguing or you go through silent treatments, uh, phases where you don't talk because you're angry, then <laughs> there might be a breakdown in the friendship there uh, when it comes to respect. And number 10, friendships should be supportive. Uh, friendships should elevate you both. Friendships should push you to be the best people that you can be. And once you get all of those 10 things in alignment, then you finally get to experience those beautiful soul friendships that everyone actually deserves. We all deserve beautiful friendships. Um, and one of the best things that I did was when I let go of a friendship, like you can have your own sort of grieving process by like journaling about it or talking about it with your coach or your therapist, whatever it is, but like close it off so that that way you feel free and send that person love and well wishes all the time instead of holding on to anger and hate or whatever it is. If you're holding on to a negative emotion, you haven't let that friendship go. Family, this is the next area of life. Number one, <laughs> family shapes you growing up. There's no denying that. So once I became aware of that, that, oh, wow, I was shaped by how my mother and my father brought me up and I was shaped with their beliefs only. Number two is learning that I can have my own beliefs and this was huge for me because I had a very strict upbringing and I missed out on a lot of kids stuff growing up because uh, in my family it was considered shameful and uh, not good if I did certain things and so once I realized that actually you know what I've got my own brain and I can have my own beliefs I don't need to believe what you believe and I feel sorry for you for having those beliefs but um, at the end of the day education has evolved so much to what our my parents grew up with and so understanding that the reason they have their beliefs is because of how they were shaped and it's just like this uh, ongoing process because, you know, I'm going to pass on my beliefs to my children and I'll be trying to be super aware, um, but it's just what happens. Uh, whoever you grow up with, you will learn about their beliefs and and that will shape you in some way. Number three is it's okay to let go. So it's okay to let go of the belief systems. It's okay to maybe let go of family members that are toxic. 
it is okay to let go. Number four, um, it's important to nourish the family dynamic as well. So if you have like a healthy family dynamic, uh, it's really a great idea to nourish it and spend time together and create memories. Number five, friends can become your family. So again, if you do not have a healthy family, immediate family dynamic, then it is okay to create your own family with your friends or with people that you consider the family that you don't, you never had. Number six, coaching or therapy helps if you ever feel like you're in this dynamic and you might want to find a way to make it better or easier or work through something, whatever it is, there is help available. And yeah, I, my coach helped me a lot. Number seven, again, trust your gut instincts, any feelings that you get. Uh, if they're a negative feeling, it's like your stomach sort of drops, then trust it, move away, go create some space for yourself and try to figure out what that actually was and what that means. Number eight, it is okay to be different to your family. Um, I don't know if this needs much explaining, but we are all our own people. We are all a sovereign being. We are a soul here in a temporary earth suit. So we are definitely meant to be different from one another. And that is okay. So the sooner you accept that and surrender to that, the better life becomes. Number nine is always be respectful. So don't lose your sense of self when it comes to family, even if they trigger you, make you angry, whatever it is, you never have to stoop to someone's level. You can always just remain respectful. And there's this old saying where if you have nothing nice to say, then just don't say it at all. Um, but feel free to always assert your boundaries. Number 10 is just to remember that everyone is doing their best. Everyone is doing the best that they can with what they know. And the sooner you become aware of that, the sooner you realize, you know, I don't have to be angry at this person. This is just where they're at in life. And I can now choose to tolerate this behavior or to not tolerate this behavior. I can choose whether I spend time with this person or whether I spend less time with this person or maybe even no time with this person. Let's move on to relationships slash love. So number one, the one thing <laughs> that changed my life when it came to relationships is that relationships I have discovered are a reflection of who I was at that time. So reflection, relationships are a reflection of who and what you are at that time in your life when you have that relationship. So for example, my last relationship, oh, where do I start? Yeah, there were good times, but it was just like, I had no boundaries. I didn't really know what I wanted. I didn't really know who I was. I never really got great relationship advice growing up. 
and so I navigated through this way of bringing in relationships that you know I never really wanted to stay in and yeah that took me a lot to learn because it was because I wasn't whole and it was because I wasn't uh, I didn't really know what I wanted. I didn't even know about values of a relation. I didn't know anything, to be honest, about relationships. So, um, yeah, once I realized that, wow, the reason I had that relationship is because that's what I was attracting. Ooh. Anyway, number two, relationships are your biggest spiritual assignment. So relationships teach you a lot about yourself. A lot about yourself and a lot about the work that you need to do in order to be fulfilled happy relationships number three uh, they require work daily so anyone that says they don't is mm, I can't say that they're lying but relationships require work daily you have to be trusting of each other daily you have to respect each other daily you have to communicate daily you have to compromise maybe daily you have to uh whatever it is but re relationships require work daily and you shouldn't see it as a chore it should just be second nature number four if you are single you've got to give to yourself whatever it is that you seek in a relationship so whatever it is that you seek, give that to yourself, whether it's physical touch, whether it's quality time, whether it's words of affirmation, whether it's whatever it is, just give that to yourself because that way you're always full and then you won't attract a unhealthy relationship because of something that you really need. You should be full and your partner should compliment you not come into your life to give you something to make you feel whole uh, number five self-love and self-worth are key you must never get into a relationship until you are full of self-love and until you are full of self-worth otherwise you run the risk of tolerating a mediocre relationship that doesn't really fulfill you and it might not be the relationship that you deserve because you aren't full of self-love and you don't know your true worth yet number six your values must align this is a really important conversation to have with your partner your significant other just to make sure that uh, your values align it's really fun to do what's really important to you and what's really important to them so for example you know if I don't know maybe you both have two different religions if religion is really important to one partner and not to another then that might cause conflict and problems when or if you ever have children or if someone decides to practice the religion uh, with more um, intensity come later on in the relationship so just know that your values must align uh, so that that way you realize actually you know what we're both walking the same path we both want the same things we both find uh, the same things important in our life um, and then at least that way 
you won't have massive headaches that you might have ignored like you might have ignored some of the things at the start of the relationship because you had rose-colored glasses on number seven you need to be whole and you need to be healed I can't stress this enough if you are not whole the little broken part of you will attract the broken part of someone else and then it just ends up a toxic dynamic so be whole and be healed before you get into a relationship your partner shouldn't be your therapist you shouldn't be a therapist to your partner you guys should just compliment each other and that was <laughs> one of the things that I discovered because I was never whole so I always always walked into a toxic relationship need to have space is number eight it's so important uh when it comes to being in a relationship that you both have time away from each other uh, whether it's 10 minutes whether it's 10 hours whether it's 10 days it's such a good thing for a relationship to have space we all need space in life we need space from our family we need space from work we need space from friends we need space from our relationships we need space in our bodies space is just this quality that we all need number nine solitude is helpful and what i mean by that is sometimes it's great to uh for example i held a retreat in may this year and a lot of everyone no there was three single ladies but everyone else was in a relationship or a mum and so solitude from your partner solitude from maybe your family your children is really healthy and healing and really nourishing for your soul to refuel okay uh, when you have solitude you really are allowed time to reflect on the things that matter most and the things that are really important and you can just restore all of your energy levels number 10 relationships are magical the relationships are beautiful don't ever think that there's never uh, gonna there's never any nice men or that there's never any nice women there is it's just you seem to be coming across ones that aren't there are beautiful men out there there are beautiful women out there and being in a relationship should give you warm fuzzy feelings every single day don't listen to people that say that there is no one for you that might be true but there is always someone that will uh, put you on a pedestal and that you would do the same too as well I remember speaking to this guy who said that um, Helen you've just got to pick a guy and I was like uh, no I'm never gonna settle just for a guy to be with someone I don't need to be with someone that's a privilege for someone to, <laughs> to be with me and that's a privilege for me to be with someone so I'm not gonna just waste it uh, I don't mind being alone like anyway he basically said his girlfriend was beautiful at the time uh, sorry wife fiance they're married anyway unhappily but he basically said to me he, I said isn't your partner the one for you and he said no I said so you're saying that you settled with her and he said yeah he's like 
because there is no one. And I just thought, you wanker. She is so beautiful and you are so lucky to have her. And she has to put up with so much of your arrogance. And here you are saying that you can do better. Mm, made me so angry. So just know you never have to settle for that type of person in your life, that type of relationship. You know, I used to work at a car dealership and the amount, <laughs> nearly everyone was cheating on their girlfriends. There were so many affairs and I just, yeah, I was really disheartened at the lack of trust and the lack of respect that people had for their partners. And uh, I met so many of the partners and I used to just think like, oh my gosh, you're such a beautiful person. If only you knew. And I remember getting relationship advice from one of the partners saying, um, you know, Helen, make sure when you have a relationship, uh, your partner puts you first and that's what I have in my relationship. And I was just like thinking, no, you don't. You have no idea what's going on in your relationship. And so, you know, since then, I've been, I've been so single because I was also a DJ and I've just seen a different side to relationships. And so I am so happy to wait for the relationship of my dreams. And you guys are going to be the first to hear <laughs> about my amazing relationship that is still coming to fruition. I can feel it coming. Um, all right. So I also have a, another cheat sheet to give away to you guys. And it's called the Relationship Saver Document. And it has nine of the most amazing tips and strategies to keep your relationship healthy. I also have a singles saver doc, uh, cheat sheet, uh, which is for my fellow single folk so that you can also have the best relationship with yourself. Next, we have personal growth. This is huge. So number one is read books. I read so many books uh, through Audible. So uh, these are audio books because when I drive or if I walk, um, exercise, I like uh, reading books or listening to podcasts. And this has been monumental when it comes to my personal growth, because I'm always listening to things that can better myself and my health and my wealth and my life and everything. Uh, so that's the best way that I changed my life when it came to personal growth. Something else that I did was challenge myself all the time. So I felt the fear and I did it anyway. Um, I joined different challenges. I did things that were out of my comfort zone. So I became a rapper in my life. I became a bloody rapper. I was an MC. MC Madam H was my name. <laughs> Feel the fear and do it anyway. Number three, learning never stops. Once I learned that, I was like, oh, good. So I don't need to rush because learning never stops. And it takes a whole bunch of pressure off your shoulders. You have enough time, guys. There is so much time to do anything that you want. Number four, when it comes to personal growth, what changed my life? Healing and dealing. Still to this day, I heal. Still to this day, I deal. It doesn't stop. We're like a little, we're like an onion. We just keep peeling layers. And just when you think, okay, cool, I've worked on that, ta-da, something else pops up. 
And that only happens when you become aware and mindful of you, your life, how you're feeling, becoming really aware of your body um, and all of that sort of stuff. Number five, I've worked with a coach for a very long time. Uh, number six, uh, like I mentioned before, taking part in things that might challenge you in some way. So there's really cool challenges in the world nowadays and there's really cool um, things that you can do like courses or uh, learn an instrument or learn a language, but do something challenging. That's That was huge when it came to my personal growth and being a beginner at it. And you can see if you're like a little baby and you get frustrated and you don't want to do it again, you're like, nah, I'm not good at it, so I'm not going to continue it. Um, no, sorry, repetition is the mother of all skills. So if you want to get good at something, you repeat it, unless you are naturally talented. Um, you've got to stay and remain in a growth mindset. You can't sit there and live in a fixed mindset every day. Yuck. Number seven, uncomfortability helps. So learning to be comfortable when you're uncomfortable is one of the master skills that you must hone in on. So doing the thing that you know that you need to do, especially on the days that you don't want to do it, is learning to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. That will change your life. Number eight, hang out with people you learn from or people that uh, know more than you. That's the only way you can expand your mind when you have conversations where you're like, uh, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I want your intelligence or but I want what you have. Spend more time with those people. Number nine, invest in yourself, invest in a course, invest in a coach, invest in a retreat, invest in yourself. Some people, the first thing that they give up investing in is their gym, their coach and their health and themselves. And they'll still go and buy coffee. They'll still go and do their nails. They'll still go and do their hair. They'll still go and buy cigarettes. And it's just like, where are you putting your money into? You're, you're investing in your death. Why, why don't you invest in your health and make that a priority? And this is just a huge thing that really breaks my heart because I used to be that person. <laughs> and I've realized how amazing it is to invest in yourself um, and how much more abundance it gives you. Number 10, this was huge for me. But the, one of the main things that really helped my personal growth was believing in myself and backing myself because I never really had the support that I needed growing up ever, ever due to lack of education or limiting beliefs or um, parents that didn't know much uh, when it came to the things that I wanted to do. Uh, not good communication when it came to my family, um, bad friendships. Uh, yeah, when you have to back yourself and you have to believe in yourself. And remember I said in point before, number nine, invest in yourself so you can actually hire people to help you believe in yourself as well, like a coach. And that's one thing that I love doing as a coach, being the person that I needed growing up. So I believe in my clients so much because I know how important that is to creating the life of your dreams. Where are we at? Oh my gosh, 50 minutes, but it's a big episode. Um, it's a huge episode. 
a hundred. I can't believe it. It's my hundredth episode birthday. Um, all right. So we've got a few areas to go. Physical health is the next one. Number one, consistency is key. That's one thing that changed my life. Becoming absolutely consistent. And I've done that with yoga, with meditation, with fitness, with food, uh, with money, with savings, with boundaries, with everything. When it comes to your health, physical, body, consistency is key. Number two, show up daily. Show up. Go to training. Do the meditation. Do the journaling. Do something, whatever it is, but show up. Don't half-ass your day. You are so lucky to be alive. You are so lucky to be able to listen to this. You are so lucky to have a bed to sleep in. You are so lucky. You are a miracle and always connect to that because we are a temporary being in a human body. Number three, when it comes to exercise and movement, it my point here is to mix it up. So one thing that changed my life to become consistent is to mix it up. So I mix it up with yoga. I mix my training up with um, high intensity training, with strength training, with Pilates, with uh, walks, with beach walks. So I love to mix it up all the time. Number four, when it comes to nutrition, moderation, actually, and lifestyle choices, moderation is key. It's okay if you have a casual drink. It's okay if you have a casual cigarette. It's okay if you have a casual donut. It's okay if you have a casual burger. But just know if you do those things for a long time, you're going to walk into trouble. So one thing that I found is that moderation is key. Number five, it's okay to indulge sometimes. Chill out if you go to a wedding and you have the cake and you have the creamy pasta. Relax. It's okay. Some people just put so much pressure on themselves like, oh, my God, I ate a cookie. And just eat well again after tomorrow. It's all good. It shouldn't be the end of your life if you have overindulged. Now, if you have a problem, though, and you do this all the time, think, seek some help. Number six, eliminate stress. So anything that stressed me out, whether it was work, a thing, a person, I just got rid of it. Number seven, massage often. So massage your physical body often. Go and get a massage. Um, we have lumps and bumps and knots and trigger points, acupressure points, whatever you want to call them in our bodies, energy blockers, I call them. And these should your blood and your lymph should always run freely inside your system. It shouldn't have any blockages. And once your fuel, your blood and your lymph, the fuel in your body runs clear, then your body is happy. Uh, number eight, check your levels. So check your all your levels yearly in your body. So, for example, last time, I checked lucky or everything went back to normal. But the time before, my vitamin D was so low and it's so weird because I'm a sun bunny. But for some reason, my body wasn't absorbing the vitamin D. So make sure you check your levels off like every year or so just to make sure that you might 
need to take a supplement of some sort and you don't realize that oh i'm not feeling the best because i'm low in iron or because i'm low in vitamin b12 whatever it is check yourself before you wreck yourself number nine everything is healable everything is healable i have sustained a back injury for many years healed that healed my wrist that was sore for about seven years lost my eyesight healed that got alopecia after I got that um, injection from that pandemic. <laughs> I got an autoimmune disease, healed that. I heal everything. Everything is healable. So don't stress about an illness that you get. It is your body communicating to you. Say thank you so much for communicating to me that something is out of balance or out of whack. I am going to help you. Uh, number 10, your body is just a reflection of your life. Yep. The condition of your body is just a reflection of your life and you can improve it if you want to. Now let's move on to career and purpose. Another amazing area. I love this. Okay. We're nearly finished guys. Number one is take risks. Stop being so scared and take a risk. You got to take risks. I recently took a risk that failed. What was it? Can't remember. I failed a lot. I fail all the time. Fail more. Fail often. Oh my gosh, that's point number two. <laughs> fail often. So it's really great to fail because that way you learn and that way you can improve yourself and that way you can take yourself to the next level. Without the failure, you wouldn't realize what your edge was. And now that you realize what your edge was, you can go so much further. Um, because when you're in a growth mindset, you just learn and you keep growing and evolving. Number three, something that was important when it came to my career and my purpose is to be okay with asking for help. So many people just want to help you guys. So ask for it. Number four, know your worth. Know your worth. I had quite a few dead-end jobs where I wasn't appreciated or paid or uh, the, the amount that I was worth. So make sure you know your worth. And I think that's what sort of kept leading me back to being an entrepreneur because I will just work this hard for myself because I appreciate myself. <laughs> Number five, uh, if you would do it for free, then you're on track with your purpose. So whatever that is, okay? So if you would do something that you're doing for free, then that could potentially be your purpose. And it's such a fun process to go through. Number six, you must make money. Don't do things for free all the time. Don't waste your time with other people doing things for free for them. Don't waste your time unless this is really a really good investment for you you must make money don't let people take advantage of you this happened to me so much in my life uh, and that's why i say that but this was huge for me if it wasn't um, important to me and my life and my goals and if i wasn't making money then i would just move along because lots of people will take advantage of you guys. Lots of people will use you. Lots of people, especially if you're a nice person and genuine, people will use you if they, if you allow them. And if you tolerate that behavior, then they'll just keep taking and taking and taking. 
until one day if you're like me you'll just be like you know what i'm so drained i am so tired i'm so exhausted from helping this person and i don't get any benefit from it at all they do um that was my fault by the way because i didn't have boundaries <laughs> all right next number seven work on goals so actually take some time write down your goals Figure out the action steps to reach those goals and sit down, work on your goals, read them every single day. Number eight, manifesting works. Do your vision board, do your affirmations, write your goals, have pictures plastered up all around you, whatever it is, manifesting works if you put the right energy into it. I manifest everything into my life, everything. Ask my clients, ask anyone that knows me, Anything that I really, really want and I put energy into, I get because I manifest it and I put the right energy into it. Number nine. If you have a job that is temporary, like a stepping stone job, I call them, do your best anyway. Okay, so there's lots of people that I speak to sometimes and they're in a job and they don't really want to be there. They still yet to figure out like maybe what their purpose is or to find a job where they feel fulfilled in. And my advice is do your best anyways. Always show up as the best version of yourself in that job um, because your integrity and your reputation is on the line here. So always be the best that you can be uh, with when it comes to any job. You never know when you'll need that person later in life as a reference or whatever it is. Number 10, network. So network, network, network. This was huge for me because my networks really helped my success when it came to my career. Um, and yes, have fun when you network. Meet people, make friends, hang out with business people or hang out with people that can benefit your business and help people. Um, so the people that you network with, help them in some way. Now let's move on to another area called giving back. Why is giving back so important? This will also change your life. Can you see guys how many things it takes to change your life? So this was a process of evolution. Don't think that you need to do all of these right now. This took me like, oh my gosh, since the age of 20. <laughs> I've been working on these things, okay? So it's a process of evolution. Number one, when it comes to giving back, help others. Help other people. Number two, find a cause that is close to your heart and align with it. So a couple of the causes that I'm aligned with are, number one is the Smith family and we, I, we, the Prophets of Whole Health, sponsor a child uh, that is in need that can't get just the normal things that other kids can get, like uh, school books, like paying for excursions, like whatever it is that they need. Um, I love, I have this thing with kids. I've realized that I'm <laughs> aligned with lots of charities with kids and I love coaching kids and teenagers. So, um, this is probably the next evolution for me, moving into that space more. 
Um, another cause that's close to my heart is a cause called Save the Children. So we also uh, aligned with that charity and some of the profits of Whole Health go to that charity to help. Oh, this is so sad, but it helps children that are forced into uh, marriage from the age of like 8 to 13, 14. Um, and so this beautiful charity called Save the Children really helps um, those kids to get out of that situation. Um, yes, find your cause. Find a cause that's close to your heart because it makes you feel so good to be able to help in some way and that gives you great karma as well. Number three, give your time. Give your time. I talk to people all the time. I give people my time all the time. People will call to tell me about their problem and ask for advice or guidance or whatever it is. And I offer my time a lot. I spend lots of time researching. I um, do things for people that takes time out of my life, but it's helping another life. So give your time to people. Number four, random act of kindness. Do random acts of kindness for people. Help others. Like point number one, a random act of kindness can go a very long way for someone. You might just save someone's life. So many times I hear things of people through my Instagram or Facebook or, and they say, remember that time that you did this? That changed my life. And I was just like, oh, my God. That moment was so tiny for me, but it can be monumental for someone else. Number five, don't wait for something back. So if you give something, don't wait for something back because that means you're not really giving from your heart. <laughs> Number six, if your budget allows, donate. Find a charity that you like and align yourself with it. And at least that way you know that some of your money is going to a great cause. Number seven, work with charities. So I've got a six-week challenge coming up and a charity that I'm working with is the Black Dog Institute who like to shed light on mental health. And so I've aligned myself with that charity for that challenge so that everyone that is in the challenge, we have a goal to meet. Number eight, giving back builds abundance in your life. That's it. Giving back will build more abundance in your life. So who can you give back to? Number nine, giving back helps you heal. So I remember coaching a gentleman who was a criminal and he did something terrible and he didn't know how to live with his guilt and he didn't know how to move forward because he could see the victim's face all the time and the fear that that victim had and first I said well that's what you get um, and I gave him a lecture <laughs> because I really felt for the other person and the PTSD that that person would probably have sustained as a result but after I did all of that and he understood. He had a lot of remorse. I told him to go and give back in some way. 
Go and help people. Go feed the homeless. I don't care what you do, but you need to go and help people for a very long time. And so that's what he did. Giving back will help you heal. Number 10, this is why we're here, guys. We are here on earth to give back. Last one. Fun, my favorite. Well done on sticking out through this episode, guys. We're over an hour in and we're on to the last point. Fun. (sighs) What changed my life? My mental health. When I incorporated more fun into my life, my mental health improved. My physical health improved when I incorporated more fun into my life just because of the joy that I felt. So that radiates in the cells in our body. So that's why your physical health improves when you have more fun in your life. Number three, gratitude. Having fun allows you to get back to the present moment and back in alignment with gratitude. Number four, fun keeps you young. So people are always so confused with about my age and I'm like, yep, I'm that age, I'm 38. And they're like, what? No way. Yes way. And I'm so proud of it because I have fun and because I eliminate stress. Number five, you only live once. So having fun gives you a nice perspective on life where it makes you realize like you only live once. You can only have this fun moment now. Does that make sense? So if you're with a kid and they want to play, just play with them because what happens if you don't get that moment tomorrow? Got it? Get it? Good. Number six, laughter heals. Oh my gosh. I did an episode, remember, where I just started laughing to show you that laughter is addictive. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. But yes, laughter heals. Laugh more. Number seven, Don't forget to play. Don't forget to play in your relationships. Don't forget to play with your friendships. Don't forget to play with your family. Don't forget to play and to have fun with people, okay, especially those that are close to us, your nieces, your nephews, or whoever it is. Don't forget to play. Number eight, joy is contagious. So the more joy that you have, the more joy that you'll bring to those people around you and then The only problem with that is most people want to hang out with you. Number nine, having more fun in your life makes you happy. It sounds simple, but think about it. Are you happy? Can you be happier? Are you having fun? When was the last time you had some fun? Go out and have some fun. Number 10, something that I found really changed my life is that fun aids illness. So um, fun aids pain, fun aids injuries. I found that the more I got to play and have laughter and joy and fun in my life, the more things would start to heal. Oh my gosh, we did it guys, high five. That is the 100 ways that I went from being sad, angry, broke and injured to being happy, healthy, successful, abundant, and living life on my terms. I hope you found this episode useful, guys. I'll put a bunch of cheat sheets that you can download for free on the show notes as well today. Um, I'll also put a link to my meditations that you can do. So just keep living your best life. Take the time to invest in yourself. Life is amazing. 
you are a miracle and I'm wishing you the best day ever. Bye for now. Thank you times infinity for spending time with me. It really means a lot. Putting yourself first will really help escalate your goals, your dreams, and I love being on the journey with you. So make sure you come and tell me on my Instagram at whole health, which is H-O-L underscore health and comment below this podcast photo to share your thoughts on my show today. And if you enjoyed it, please leave me a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify so that I can keep bringing amazing value to you. I'm sending you truckloads of love, power, and joy. Bye for now. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.